Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. Do you get nervous when you need to speak in front of people? I know I do. Zach, the boy in our story, has a presentation to give, and he is very nervous. His mom doesn't understand why he is so nervous. She says, you just practice, take a deep breath, and before you know it, people will be clapping, and it will be all over. Zach doesn't think that is really true. Zach has to give a presentation. Zach's alarm went off. Though he didn't need an alarm, it served as more of a launch signal. That's how his mom referred to it. She always said, when that alarm goes off, Zach, you need to launch yourself out of bed and start your day with all the energy of a Saturn rocket. Zach preferred to ease himself into the day, which was one of the many differences between his mom and him, especially today. Today was class presentation day. And he had been dreading this day since Mrs. Burnaby announced it last week. Zach hated getting up in front of the class and was most comfortable slouching in his seat, listening to the teacher. He was a great student, but he was painfully shy. So this morning when his alarm went off, he did the opposite of blast off. He pulled the covers over his head and sunk further into bed, hoping his mother wouldn't find him, however unlikely that was. Zach, are you dressed yet? I have to leave for work soon. I have that big client meeting and I can't be late, his mother yelled from the kitchen. Zach! Coming into his bedroom, Zach's mother noticed him hiding under the blankets of his bed. Come on, Zach, we don't have time for hide-and-seek this morning. Hurry up and get ready for school. I can't wait this morning. You could leave me here. I'll be okay. I'm a big boy now, he whispered from under the covers of his bed. Big boys get out of bed in the morning, she continued, pulling off the sheets. Hurry up and get ready. I have a bowl of oatmeal for you in the kitchen. Oatmeal? Now that certainly makes me want to rush into the kitchen for breakfast. Yuck, Zach thought. Finally sitting at the table, Zach stirred the bowl of oatmeal with his spoon, hoping that if he continued to stir, it might magically disappear. What's wrong this morning, Zach? You aren't usually this glum, his mother asked as she poured coffee into her travel mug. I have a class presentation this morning, he said, as he continued to stir his oatmeal. That sounds exciting, Zach. I have one this morning, too. All you have to do is prepare as best you can, take a deep breath, and before you know it, people are clapping and it's all over. You will do great. I know you will. That's easy for you to say, he mumbled. Sorry, Zach, 
I need to race out the door this morning. Please be sure to close the door when you leave to get the bus, or the alarm will make a great big noise. Love you and good luck, she said, racing to leave. Love you too, he replied as she raced out the door. After the door closed, Zach took a drink of his milk, put his oatmeal into the food waste, and grabbed a cookie to take for breakfast. Zach and his mom couldn't be more different. She loved being in front of people, talking and meeting strangers. She was loud and outgoing. She was all the things that Zach wasn't, and unfortunately, was too busy to take the time to understand. She always apologized for working so much. She said that she was working hard to create a better future for him, but the future seemed so far away to Zach. He was more concerned about the present, and he was especially concerned about this morning's presentation. He boarded the bus to school, sitting in the back as usual. After arriving at school, he mindlessly went from class to class until the moment he dreaded was upon him. It was time for Mrs. Burnaby's class. Zack felt sick to his stomach and thought of running away or going to the school nurse and faking some severe illness, like nasopharyngitis. But instead, he sat in his seat in class, waiting for the inevitable. The bell rang, and Mrs. Burnaby started to speak. I've been looking forward to this class all week. First, we will hear from our three R's, Rebecca, Roger, and Rachel. Zach was so nervous that he couldn't hear a word, Mrs. Burnaby was saying. All the presentations were a blur until he finally heard his name. Last, but certainly not least, is Zach, who is doing a presentation on his Lego collection. Let's give Zach a friendly welcome as he comes to the front of the class. The whole class turned their attention to him and started clapping. He thought he heard Rachel say, Go, Zach! But he was so nervous, his ears weren't working properly. Zach tried to get up but couldn't move. His legs wouldn't work. As the clapping started to subside, Mrs. Burnaby said with a touch of concern, Zach, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready, Mrs. Burnaby, he whispered. He grabbed his slides showing pictures of his favorite Legos that were displayed on a large wall shelf in his bedroom. His hands were shaking. Now that the class was perfectly quiet, Zach was worried that everyone could hear his heart beating. It was all that he could hear in his ears. It was beating so hard, he thought he could see it coming out of his chest. He slowly walked to the front of the class where he noticed everyone staring at him. Why was it so hot in here, he thought as he felt the sweat dripping down his back. Why don't you start by introducing yourself and your presentation? Mrs. Burnaby said quietly. Okay, 
Zack said, whispering quietly as his knees started to shake. Hi, my name is Zack, and today I am going uh, to introduce my Lego collection, he whispered. What? I can't hear you, Jake, the loudest kid in the class, yelled. He could see Rachel pointing to her right ear. Why don't you start again and speak a little louder, Mrs. Burnaby said. It had only been a minute or so, but to Zach, it felt like an hour. Hi, my name is Zach, and today um, I am going to introduce uh, my Lego collection, he whispered a bit less quietly. As he was holding up his slides, his hands started to shake. I'll start by showing my Star Wars collection, and then... The bell rang, and the classroom became noisy again. Well, it looks like we don't have as much time today as I thought we had. We will listen to Zach's presentation tomorrow. Don't forget to continue working in your workbooks, Mrs. Burnaby said as the students raced out of the classroom. As Zach was about to leave, Mrs. Burnaby said, Zach, could you come to my desk for a moment? Yes, Mrs. Burnaby, Zach said as he stood head down at her desk at the front of the class. You looked very nervous for your presentation. It's tough for some of us to get up in front of people and talk. It took me years to get in front of a class of kids and not want to run out the door. Really? Zack asked. Yes, Zack. I used to think kids were frightening, she said with a laugh. There is nothing I can say other than to reassure you that we are all friends here. Or at least friendly, she said with another laugh. And you have nothing to worry about. You always have thoughtful and intelligent comments in class. And your classmates would love to learn about your Lego collection. Zack wasn't convinced, but he shook his head in agreement anyways. The best thing you can do is practice. And if after practicing, you are still too nervous to stand in front of the class, you can try to do it from your seat, okay? Thank you, Mrs. Burnaby. As Zack left the class, he walked down the hallway towards the exit where he would catch the school bus taking him home. Hey, Zach, where are you going so quickly? Zach stopped and turned around to see Rachel, his best friend, since she spilt paint all over his favorite shirt in kindergarten. I thought we would hang out while we waited for your school bus today. You walked right past me outside of class, she said, pretending to be upset. Oh, sorry, Rach, I didn't see you, and I kind of forgot about hanging out. How could you forget about your best friend in the whole world? Your comrade in arms, your partner in crime, your Batman to your Robin. You aren't upset about your presentation, are you? You were there. You saw me. I was a mess. You are always a mess, she said laughing. It wasn't that bad. You just looked nervous, and you were being your usual quiet self. Maybe you should use a microphone next time, or a bullhorn. 
Maybe I should just stay home. Don't be so silly. All you need to do is practice. Mr. Dunbar used to always tell us, practice makes progress, she said as they stopped in front of the bus doors. It's different practicing by myself. It's when I get in front of people that I get all weird. You are always weird. That's one of the reasons why we are such good friends. I have an idea. Why don't you come to my house and practice? It would be fun. I'm supposed to go home on the bus and do my homework while I wait for my mom to come home from work. I'll get my mom to call your mom and get permission. I'm sure it will be okay. And you could stay for dinner. I think my mom is making lasagna. Oh, I do love your mom's lasagna, Zach said with his first smile of the day. I knew if I mentioned lasagna, your mood would improve. After they walked to the main school entrance to wait for Rachel's mom to come, Jack said, I really appreciate your help, but I'm not sure if practicing in front of you will really do much. I have thought of that already. You won't just be practicing in front of me. I have a whole audience for you to talk to. Who? asked Zach. Just wait and you will see. And that's the end of this part. Good night. Sleep tight.